Friends, when I was uh, growing up, my dad used to drive the older uh, three of us to, uh, to school. And for some reason, we seemed to listen to this one CD. And I, I think it seems like we listened to it every day for like six years. We never changed it up. And it was a country CD from the early to mid-90s. The country artist, uh, his name is Doug Stone, if any of you are 90s uh, country fans. But Doug Stone was his name. He had a couple number one hits. But he had a song um, that we love. And it was called Little Houses. I think it reached number seven on the Billboard Top 100 back in like 94. But the, tag, the central tagline of the, the refrain was this. Uh, that love grows best in little houses. Love grows best in little houses. And that line kept coming to me this week as I was thinking about all sorts of things in my own life and in the world um, that we're all inhabiting and this celebration that's coming up. I was thinking about it because of Father Phil's uh, homily last weekend. You know, one of the advantages of the live stream is I can spy on the homilies uh, when I'm not here which is kind of fun. I thought he gave a, a wonderful homily about how we've been um, forced to be confined into small spaces during this pandemic. And that if we've allowed it to, it may have opened up areas of grace. That if we've allowed it to, maybe the solitude has allowed us to see some clarity in some things that maybe we wouldn't have seen Otherwise, that confined to these little spaces, we've had to grapple with things maybe in a way that we didn't have to before. Love grows best in little houses. I was thinking about this past week. I was I got to spend a, uh, about five days with uh, my little nephew Teddy in Chicago, and uh, it was an incredible week. Um, I didn't realize I was going to be the full-time nanny. Uh, somehow that, like my sister didn't mention that, that they were back to work full-time uh, up in their room remotely and that I would be on four-month-old duty from 7.30 to 5. And uh, that was, a, now somebody at the last Mass was afterwards like, Father, four months old sleep for most of the day. Come on, you didn't have it that hard. And he did sleep a lot. Um, but um, it, was, it was a lot of work. Uh, I always knew my parents were heroes. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out to all the parents and, and uh, families because I was exhausted after five days. I had to come back to work to get some relaxation, I discovered this weekend. Um, but I was thinking about in this, in this little house in Chicago, they haven't really left since COVID. Um, with everything in the world swirling around, there's this incredible love in this little house. Like my sister and my brother-in-law, like unbelievable love. And like, you know, it's, I'm not a parent. To give up every desire you have to care for the needs of the person in front of you, right, constantly, right, is such an incredible an incredible thing. It's heroic. And I was thinking the incredible love uh, that is present in the small confines of that little house. Love grows best 
in little houses. I was thinking of our first reading today because David has a guilty conscience. And David says to Nathan the prophet, he's thinking out loud, and he says, you know, I feel kind of bad. I've got this beautiful house, this beautiful palace, and all God has is this little tent, this little dwelling where the Ark of the Covenant sits. It's a little pop-up tent. And he feels bad, and he says to Nathan, I want to build him something. But God sends a message to David through Nathan, and he says, listen, you know what? I'm kind of content with the little house for now. Like, I've been living in this little house for a couple centuries now, moving with you, okay? One day, when the timing's right, I am going to have your son Solomon build an incredible house for me, which will become the first temple. And later on down the line, I'm going to send you the house which will become a kingdom that one of your heirs will build as a kingdom for all ages, which we believe is the kingdom that Jesus initiates. I will do all that, but for now, I'm content in this little house. Love grows best in little houses. I was thinking about Mary in our gospel. How Gabriel appears to her in her small little house in Nazareth. I've been to Nazareth and you can visit. They've built a huge basilica over what they've excavated to, they think, be Mary's house or something like Mary's house. And you can visit it. And of course, it's very little, as most homes in the ancient world. And so Gabriel appeals, or appears to Mary in this little house. And when Mary says this incredible yes, this incredible yes of, God, I trust you. I don't know how you're going to make this happen, but I trust you. And I don't know where it's going to lead me, but I trust you. When Mary says that incredible yes, God comes to dwell in the little confines of her womb. The Son of God comes to dwell in the little house of Mary's womb. And of course, in a few days at Christmas, we'll, we'll celebrate the very small and little surroundings of the Christmas story. Small stable, small manger, not befitting of a king in the ancient world. Something incredibly small and underwhelming. Finally, I was thinking about the Eucharist and the connection of the Eucharist and the Christmas story. The word Bethlehem in Hebrew means the house of bread. I don't think it's any coincidence God has Jesus born in Bethlehem and that he leaves as the lasting visible sign of his presence with us, bread, the Eucharist, in which he comes to us, not in some extraordinary, glorious presence, but he comes to us in the small and ordinary elements of bread and wine. Love grows best in little houses. So friends, I don't know what this Christmas is going to look like from all external circumstances, but this weekend we're reminded that in the imperfect, small, less than ideal circumstances, of that stable 2,000 years ago, God did something extraordinary. And in the small, imperfect, less than ideal circumstances of our own hearts and homes, God can do something extraordinary this Christmas. He can open up to us vistas of grace that we never knew were possible. Because 
love grows best in little houses.